Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. So today I wanted to talk about something that a lot of people have asked me about, which is software development related. Yes, I know. And it is actually how to get started as a software developer. I find that through the people that I'm coaching, a lot of the emails I get, a lot of the questions I get when I talk to people on the street that are interested in software development, well, maybe not on the street, although although some of them. I mean, sometimes I do talk to a homeless person who wants to know how to be a software developer. It, it, is, it is kind of rare, but every once in a while. But anyway, a lot of times I get asked about getting started as a software developer. I think this is one of the most difficult things. I've done some videos on this on the past, but I wanted to sort of give you some ideas, especially from some of the people I've been talking to that have been trying to get started, uh, how you can get started, right? What, how do you get started as a software developer? A lot of, uh, there's a lot of difficulty in figuring this out because there's so many different options. And so, you know, one of the things I think, I want to talk about why this is a difficult question, first of all, which is that there's so many options out there today. I think that, you know, you've got traditional education, right? Colleges, getting a degree, which degree do you get? You've got boot camps, you've got uh, self-education, right? There's so many different places online where you could learn, right? You can either do an online boot camp or you can enroll in an online degree program or just online courses and learning on your own. There's a ton of books out there, right? There's a ton of information out there in order to help you become a software developer, but sometimes having all of that is actually really distracting and it makes it difficult because you feel like you should be doing everything and you don't know, you don't have a clear path, right? It was, it was easier, I mean, it's, it's almost easier to become a medical doctor than it is to become a software developer. And what I mean by that is because as a medical doctor, you know, right? You enroll in medical school, you choose your specialty, right? And you go to school and you do your uh, what you call it, internship or uh, the, you know, you, you do your time, right? You know exactly the path you need to go in order to, to do this. The same thing, maybe becoming a lawyer or something like that, right? But as a software developer, there's not a clear path, right? Even if you enroll in university or you go to college, right? There, it's not a clear path of what you do to get there and what should you learn, right? Uh, so I want to kind of clear this up a little bit and give you guys some ideas on how to get started as a software developer, some of the best things that you can do. Uh, by the way, I, I will tell you that you know the the information that I'm, I'm going to give you. Some of it is is coming from my book, The Complete Software Developer's Career Guide. Uh, you might want to check that out. You can get that out on Amazon. It's a 800-page book, and this is designed to help you with your career to to get you through the process, a whole section of this is dedicated on, on getting started as a software developer. So I can't cover all of that here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about a little bit of that. 
So, okay, so the first thing to, to know about software developer, the, the, I think the first most important thing, uh, be, more than important than anything else, is to just get started programming. Okay, so I'll tell you my story. When I was younger, when I first got involved in software development, right, I remember being a kid, and I remember playing some games online, like gaming got me into a lot of you, gaming got you into software development, and that's cool. But I was playing these mud games, these online games, and to think of it as like, World of Warcraft, like before there was graphics, it's just like text-based, right? And it was a lot of fun. I, I, I actually want to go. I'm, I'm tempted to go play some muds now. That this like the text-based mud, it was just so fun. All right. So anyway, I wanted to create my own mud. So as a kid, you know, there weren't really programming books I had access to. There wasn't videos online. I mean, the internet was basically I was telnetting. Okay, there wasn't even really the World Wide Web at that time. Yeah, I know I'm dating myself a little bit here, but there, there was. I just didn't have the resources. I didn't have any mentors. So what I did was I figured out how to get the source code for one of these MUDs, right? And I figured out how I could host it. Like I talked to some people I knew and, and said, okay, can I host this on, on your server? And I figured out you know, someone that would let me host it on their server. And what I ended up doing was I got the source code. I found some tutorial on how to like start up the mud, and but nothing about the code. And so I just started like looking through the code, and I had no idea what this code was. Right, this was like C code, and I had done a little bit of basic programming on an Apple IIe computer in school. But I just I just said, well, you know what? I, what if I just make some kind of change here? I just want to make it so that I remember working on a skill like there's in the mud. You had a kick skill, and I. I remember I wanted to make it so that you could kick someone and they could go through a door or there was like different I wanted to make this like <laughs> super detailed kick skill like to add all these levels of intricacy to it and so I ended up looking and I, I searched through the source code and I eventually found where the kick skill was implemented there was some kind of a table and it showed how much damage each skill did and and there was some code involved with that some custom code and I just modified it so it did more damage Okay, and then I compiled everything and I ran it and I was, I mean, it was amazing to see that I had programmed something. I, I mean, all I did was change one variable, right, honestly, but, but it, it changed, right? And so then I figured out, I looked at some other skills and I looked at how they're implemented and I looked at, there was, I remember there was this bash skill that when you did bash, it would knock someone through a door. And I said, well, what if I wanted to make my, kill, my kick skill, if you, if you rolled high enough on the kick, bash, you know, send someone through a door, through the next room. And so I just copied some of the code from from the bash skill and I put it into the kick skill and sure enough it, I compiled it and it worked and so I, I kept on making these small changes and seeing what would happen and then I sort of figured out for my own for, from just experimentation what what the programming language was doing in, in some of these things and now obviously I didn't become a great programmer from from doing that but the thing is like I learned a lot just just from not not even a book, just from looking at the code and experimenting with it. And and the reason why I'm telling you the story is because I think the most important thing that you can do to learn programming is to actually just do it. I know it sounds like common sense, but so many like a lot of us, you know, we approach life this way, and you know, a lot of us do this, right? I've done this from time to time, which is we approach life in such a way that we don't want to like do something or try something until we've got it figured out, right? So we want to do all this research, we want to make sure we're ready, okay? And then when we're finally ready, right? Now now I'm going to go go and do it. And that's, you know, <laughs> there's there's a certain amount of preparation that can be valuable, but in order to get the most out of any kind of learning experience, what I found is that first you dive in, 
right, into, into things that are over your head, and you just get started, you just start doing it, and then you go back and you learn, and you see what you were doing wrong, and, and it makes more sense. It, it makes more sense to you when you've actually done something, right? So you can read all these books on programming, you can do all these tutorials and stuff, and you can try to understand and learn this stuff, but if you've never done it before, it just, it doesn't make as much sense. Again, you could think about this as, as a sport, right? So let's say you were gonna play football, okay? If you, you could read a bunch about football and how it works and whatnot and, and what the plays are and, and all of these things and the scoring, but if you've never played the game, right, a lot of that's not going to stick. It's not going to mean much to you. You're not going to know what's important, right? But if you go and you play a few games of football and you're like, man, this football is fun. I like football. I don't know anything about the rules or anything like that, but but it was just fun playing and being out there. And I, I was wondering why, you know, why do we do this and, and why did they why at a certain point did they have to kick the ball, right? And so you've got all these questions and then you come back and now you read the rule book and now you read some books on football and now it like it makes sense. You're like, oh, okay, and, and you can apply that information and, and move on. Same thing with learning programming language, right, to learning how to program. So, but there's more to learning how to program and getting started in programming than just that. So the first thing is, like I said, just dive in, just figure out some way you can start programming right away even if you don't know what you're doing, just play with some code. Just do something so you can you can get the feel for it, and that's going to plant some good seeds for you to develop that skill, right? Rather than don't start with reading books, don't start with that. Start with actually doing something, right? That's that's the the beauty of it, and that's that's the wonder of it. That's what makes this fun, right? I remember again as a kid playing as the, on the Apple IIe on the computers in the, in the computer lab, and I didn't know what the what anything was doing. I didn't know how it worked, but I, I was just playing around. And I was having fun, and then I went back and read some manuals and I read some stuff, and then I and then it was even more fun, right? Because I was excited about it because it was just the, the pure joy of the fun. Like don't don't lose that, okay? So after that. And then the next thing that you want to do is like understand how, what is software development, right? So if you know someone, it's not just writing code, right? If you know a software developer, ask them, okay? And I'll tell you that software development is itself is really automating manual things. So mostly what we do when we're writing code, we're automating manual things. And before we can automate something, we have to know how to do it manually. So the process that you do when you create software, when you write code when you program is first that you have to understand what it is that you're trying to solve. What is the problem that you're trying to solve? Okay. And then you design sort of a solution for that. Okay. And then you code up that solution. You program that. And then you test what you've written or the code that you've made. And then you're going to put that out there and, and execute that. And you iterate through the cycle. That's the software development life cycle in a, in a nutshell. I mean, it's a very simplified version. But you have to understand this. You have to understand what, what it is that you're trying to do, right? I mean, you're not going to get a job just writing code. So understand that. Next, I would say this is, this is big as well. And so you've got to actually specialize down. I've got a whole playlist on specialization for software developers that you can you can check out. But honestly, you just got to figure out. I mean, there, like I said, there's a huge amount of things that you could be learning and doing, and a lot of technologies. But you got to figure out a path that you're gonna you're gonna choose. I'll give you an athlete example again, right? So because so many people say. I want to be a software developer, or I want to be a web developer, or even maybe they say I want to be a back end or front end developer. I've got a video on back end versus front end if you're interested, but that's not very specific enough. Even if you say I want to be a C++ programmer, a C sharp programmer, a Java programmer, whatever, still not specific enough, right? And think about it this way. What would you say to someone if they said I want to be an athlete? 
That's that's pretty damn broad, right? I mean, how how do you become an athlete? It, it, it seems kind of silly, right? I mean, when you think about that, because it, it's too broad. You're like, well, what kind of athlete do you want to be? You can't just, what kind of training do you do to become an athlete? Like, how do you learn how to become an athlete, right? Should you maybe some lift some weights and run around or do some push-ups? I don't know, right? Like, but, but if you said, hey, I want to become a type of athlete, and you said, I want to become a soccer player, or I want to become a swimmer, or I want to become a bodybuilder, or I want to become a runner, okay? Now, we can now we can actually come up with a plan. So if you want to become a runner, for example, well, what does that look like, right? So we got to get more specific. Well, what kind of runner do you want to become? Do you want to become a sprinter? Do you want to become a medium distance runner or a long distance runner or maybe an ultra marathoner? And whatever you choose, it's going to have a different way to get there, different training plan. Same thing with software development. If you want to become a software developer, if you want to become a programmer, it's not good enough to say, I want to be a software developer, right? It's not good enough to say, I want to be a programmer. You got to say, I want to be this kind of programmer working on this kind of stuff. You got to be very specific, otherwise you're not going to know how to train. Just like if even if you just say I'm just a runner, what does that mean? You're just going to go out and run? No, you need to know what you're training for so that you can come up with a training plan, right? If you want to learn to be a software developer, you need to know what kind of software developer and what technologies, what your end goal is so you can know what the learning plan is to get there, okay? So so how do you figure that out? So uh, again, I can I'm I'm giving you some brief stuff here, but the, you know check out my complete software developer's career guide, and it's got plenty of details on that. You know, and obviously on this channel, you know, you, there's a ton of free resources out there, but the book will probably help you quite quite a bit. But here, here's what I would suggest. Okay, this is what I've been telling a lot of people that have been asking me this question lately. Is I would say, go and look for a job description, right? Go search on a job search site, whatever your favorite job search site is, okay? And look for jobs that you might want to have in your area, you know, the kind of job that you would want to apply for. And, and maybe you can, maybe you're not even at that stage. Maybe that just gives you some ideas and you talk to different software developers, right? See what you're interested in. And you can always change your mind later, okay? This is not a permanent thing, but you got to get started somewhere, okay? It, it's so much easier to steer the car when it's moving than when it's parked in your driveway. I want you to remember that. So you always take action and get moving and then you can sort of make the plan, right? You can, you can make the plan while you're on the road. You can change direction if you need to, but while you're sitting in the driveway, nothing's happening and, you, and you're not learning anything. You don't get enough feedback to actually make changes to your plan. So anyway, look for it on a job search site and look up some jobs, okay? And find one that you might be interested in and look at that description, okay? And then say, all right, you know, what does this entail, right? And the job tells you exactly. It's like, okay, this is uh, a, you know, we're looking for someone that understands agile development, okay? Oops, write that down. That it understands JavaScript. It's primarily, we're looking for an Angular JS developer, right? And our backend system, we are coding it up with ASP.NET or, you know, whatever technology, Node.js, right? And we use SQL Server or we use MongoDB or whatever, you know, saying like and we use this operating system and so look at that job description and say and it doesn't mean that you have to only do this job but that's a good template like that gives you a solid goal right this is saying I want to be a ultra marathoner or I want to be a four I want to run the 400 right I want to be a sprinter okay so that's what that is so you get that job description and now you work backwards from there and you say what kind of skills do I need to 
get? What kind of things do I need to learn, right? How can I become this developer that would fit this job description? Okay, and, and like I said, you can expand out from there, but start there because that will give you a solid place to, to focus, right? That's, that's a direction to go. You'll know what you need to learn. It, it's very obvious to you at that point what you need to acquire in order to be able to do that, right? If you can do what, what is in that job description, then you can get that job and that will make you a developer. And it's a much faster path, right? If you just do the kind of scattershot approach and you're like, well, I should learn some programming, maybe I should learn some programming languages, and I should learn some of the concepts, and I should learn about algorithms, and I should learn, you know, oh, what about web development? And you're doing all of this kind of stuff, it could take you years before you feel proficient. I mean, I'm not saying that you'll never get there, but maybe you're working on different projects and stuff, and after a few years, you feel proficient. But if you do something like this, where you have a solid goal, where you're directly determining what it is, what kind of developer you want to be, then you can make a very clear path. Maybe you could do this in six months. I have known people, right, and in, in some of their success stories are on this channel who have basically become a developer in like three months or six months time frame by hitting it hard, by knowing exactly what their target is. And then you just make progress through that target, right? Because you know exactly what it is that you have to learn. Now, it doesn't mean that your learning stops. It doesn't mean that, you know, you can become a good developer in six months or even three months. But what it means is that you can get started enough. And, and once you have enough, once it clicks, okay, once you're actually able to write code and, and and you actually can get a job in software development, right? Then you, you can learn much faster. You can accelerate that. Then you know where to expand and, and you're gonna learn your whole life, right? I'm always learning. I'm a big believer in continuous learning and lifetime learning. I'm a lifetime learner myself, but that's how you can really get started is you just gotta have the focus. And, and like I said, today, when I was a kid, when I was working on that mud, right? As I told you in that story, there weren't very many options, honestly. Like, it wasn't very, it wasn't like today, right? I mean, there weren't very many books. I didn't have access to the books. I didn't have Amazon to just order books, okay? Not that I even had the budget, right? I didn't even know to ask for what to ask for. There was no internet, really, to search for stuff, to watch tutorials or videos or, or learn any of this stuff. There weren't college programs. There wasn't boot camps. There wasn't any of these things, okay? or free courses or any of that stuff. But, but, but and so in, in a way, it was like, it was less confusing, right? Because there were, there was, you know, there were a few paths that you could go, like becoming a doctor or a lawyer. But today you have a lot of options and it's great. It's awesome. I mean, there's so many ways to learn, but it's also confusing, right? Because it, you can have decision fatigue. You don't know what to do. How are you going to learn all this stuff? So that's why more than ever, it's very, very important today to make a clear goal, a clear path. And like I said, you can change it later. You can be a different kind of developer later if you don't like that, but get to level one first, get a job as a developer, pick something, aim towards that goal and get there. And then, like I said, you, you want to change course. It's, it's cool. Well, you know, I've changed course many times in my career, but you got to have a focus and you got to get get there and that's that's what's going to get you there all right so one last thing i'll tell you again just plug it one more time my book to complete software developers career guide i created this book in order to help you to, to, for everything all the questions you might have in your career and becoming a software developer honestly like this is a really good investment for you if you're seriously interested in becoming a software developer and, uh, and you need some help. I mean, that's why I created the book, was because I was like, there's, there's really no good resource out there. So, all right, if you like this video, 
If you feel like it'll help someone else, definitely share it and make sure you click the subscribe button below. Click the bell if you don't mind so that you don't miss any videos because I want to continue to help you and not just become a software developer, but maximizing all of the areas of your life uh, because that's, that's really important as well. We, we can't just focus on one area of our life and expect things to work out well. All right, that's all I got for you today. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.